Ireland's newest and biggest generating station at Tarbert in County Kerry promises big things for the country's industry. Energy Minister Desmond O'Malley with ESB Chairman Professor Dillon see an ecumenical blessing of the station. With existing units in Dublin and elsewhere, Tarbert will cope with all power demands up to 1983. Construction of the station began 11 years ago, the first 60 megawatt unit going into commission three years later. The Bishop of Kerry tries his hands at the controls, while the complexities of modern power handling are explained. Tarbot injects 110,000 volts into the national grid. The station uses heavy residual fuel oil, an oil refinery byproduct. With industry taking giant steps throughout the country, the Tarbot station goes full ahead at just the right time. There you go, that's an Associated Press report from 1970, June 1970 to be exact, when Tarbert Power Station first owned the ESP generating station at Tarbert Power Station, or Tarbert in County Kerry, was officially opened on the 19th of June 1970 by Taoiseach Jack Lynch and Desi O'Malley, the minister in question at the time, as you heard from that report there, the 27th generating system as generating station on the ESP system. Construction of the first phase of Tarbert commenced in 1966 and the first megawatt unit went into service in September 1969 and it's been going ever since. It was the first oil-fired station built by the ESP on the Shannon or its estuary uh, and a lot of history and a lot of employment has been provided at the station. News coming through yesterday from the current owners, SSE Airtricity or SSE Thermal. Uh, they announced that the station will close by the end of 2023 in line with environmental requirements. While the existing plant will cease operations this year, SSE Thermal has already outlined plans for a new station at the site with generating capacity of 300 megawatts, which would initially run on sustainable biofuel with the potential to convert that to hydrogen in the future. This forms part of SSE's commitment to supplying Ireland's energy transition, supporting Ireland's energy transition to net zero. In addition, SSE Terminal is engaged in discussions with Irish authorities on a potential temporary emergency generation project which will provide an additional 150 megawatts of generation capacity and cease operations no later than 2028. Now in preparation for this closure, SSE yesterday commenced a redundancy consultation process with 37 staff at the site. The company saying it's going to ensure where possible employees are redeployed across other parts of the group, including potential future projects at the Tarbert site itself. Some will have a continuing role beyond the station closure, managing the decommissioning of the plant. Where redeployment is not possible, SSE will offer employees release on enhanced Terms. With me on the line to talk about this in more detail is Fine Gael Councillor Mike Foley. Councillor Foley, good morning to you. Good morning, Julian. Good morning to your listeners. This day was always going to come. In fact, it had originally thought it was going to be closed in 2010, but it's been given life beyond its years because of our failure to plan for how we power the country into the future. What's your reaction to this news? A, a transitional phase at Tarbert? Yeah, it was always expected, I suppose, um, um, under... Was it was supposed to close at the end of this year under um, the industrial emissions license um, but there was rumours that, that it would be extended but I'd say with the electrical fault that happened there on the 21st of February um, I think that put, it, um, put the nail in the, the coffin for it I suppose and that, that ended it look it was a 
It was a great employer. Um, I think when it was in full operation, there was over 200 staff there. Um, during the construction, it, it employed many people as well, including my own dad worked there um, during the construction of it. And um, they were a great employer, and also they were great um, to the community in the area. Look, it's, it's, of course, it's disappointing to hear that it's closing. Um, we did expect it, but it's very disappointing um, to us in North Kerry in an area of low employment opportunities. Um, and I think um, at this stage, look, we have to keep pushing us as public representatives. Uh, the development of the, the Shannon history is our only chance of um, creating employment in the area. And um, I think it's very important um, that we continue uh, pushing that agenda. And um, we will be meeting shortly, I think, um, in the next week or so, um, Shannon History Task Force again uh, to see how they are developing with their um, um, with what they are doing there with their um, with their role, you know, um, to look for further employment into the area. And their master plan. Now, the company itself obviously has future plans. They've got the the the, the generating. Um, power station, the small one it's, I, I describe it perhaps maybe as a backup generator for the country, if it does get to go ahead and get planning, it'll provide 500 hours of power on an emergency basis, it'll be oil fired, but then there's this other plant that they're talking about as well, which would run yeah. um, at first on biofuel and possibly then on hydrogen, so is there, there is obviously future plans for Tarbert, yeah. and then that's alongside, whether it's Money Point or Tarbert or the wider estuary in terms of renewable energy that there should be yeah, there, plenty of jobs at the site for years to come, you would hope. Well, hopefully, yeah. But, but I just see in, in the email that they sent, they're, they're, they're look, they said that they're exploring options um, for the new development at the site, you know, that 300 megawatt um, of low carbon flexible generator run by that biofuel. Um, they haven't confirmed it, but, but hopefully um, they will. Look, we have, a, we have a problem in the country, I suppose, with electricity or electricity supply and um, I suppose there was no foresight um, by, the, by the, the government or any governments that were there over the years. Um, they knew that, that Tabard Island was coming to end. I have been told that the lifetime of power stations is between 35 to 40 years. And, um, but Tabard Island has been going for over 50 years, do you know? Yeah. So, like, um, like it, when it was going fully, it could produce 620 megawatts, and recently it was, that was reduced down to 120 megawatts. So it was just taken over, basically. Yeah. We needed it, though. The problem was, as old as it was, and as inefficient as it probably was, and as emissions heavy as it probably was, we needed it to keep the lights on this winter. Yeah, we did. Um, of course, we did. But I just, I always say this I see an article there. Um, I just saw, I think it was 2002, uh, Hennish Illumina announced that they were um, uh, building a generator down, I think it's I think it's around 150 megawatts. Um, and DSP welcomed that at, at the time, and they said that there would be a shortage of electricity down the line. So that was in 2002, and um, nothing happened after that, you know. So what what probably should be done was, I suppose, that there should have been money pumped into the likes of Tarbert Island, to um, upgrade it, um, to, you know, to make sure that it runs longer, or look, change it maybe from what was running on an, uh, on that crude type of oil um, into gas or some other, some other alternative. 
Yeah, and that might have been the way. Speaking of the 37 jobs, Mike, and, and Dave, talking about redeployment across the group and, and possibly maybe future employment and other things, for ones who can't and don't, for whatever reason, enhance redundancy, you'd be hoping that all works out well for the workers. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I know many of them. Do you know, um, many of the staff over there, they always said that it was a great employer. I never heard anyone complaining about it. And um, I hopefully that they will... Um, hopefully we have redeployed into other parts of the group and um, there'll be a number of them kept on as well when they're decommissioning the plant and, uh, and maybe some of them could be kept on permanently if um, if there's work there for the um, emergency uh, generators that will be on the, uh, the, in the plant itself you know so look look it's, it causes disappointment when you hear anyone losing their job I worked in a factory myself for for 19 years and we were we were um, made redundant you know and it's an awful shock to, uh, when you're in in a place like that working um I suppose you always think that you have a job for life uh, but it's, when it hits you it's an awful it's an awful shock and it's hard to get over it then as well it certainly is and, and certainly is the situation look that's where we're going to leave for the time being w- one final point on the mic on the, on the wider sense of it, and we'll be hearing from Duncan Stewart a little bit later on the programme. He has a warning for local authority members and government ministers in relation to the speed at which things need to be done. Now, we've left things too late when it comes to electricity generation and other issues. We're, we're trying to develop an offshore wind industry. We heard in the programme yesterday some opposition to that idea. Are, are we going to get things moving here? Are we going to improve delivery? And, and change things over. We just heard this week at Cabinet a plan to revolutionise our transport system, move more to um, uh, away from cars and more to public transport. Is meeting stiff opposition from within Cabinet? The, the, most of the problem with, with, with offshore wind and everything like that, that anything you... Um, any industry or anything you're applying for it's, it's, it's a planning planning is a huge problem on board and all I look some of the planning applications are waiting two and three years that's not just good enough um, we just take the LNG plant um, they built one in Germany within a year look how long we are waiting here um, and, and that's the big issue it's the big issue is the planning um, we have to do something about it we have to look at other countries the way they do it and uh, why can't we do that why can't we uh, push the whole time for the industry and make sure we have proper planning in place. Now, of course that there has to be proper oversight and everything, but why does it take so long? Why does it take so long in this country? Um, so something has to be done for it. Um, everyone look wants to protect the environment. It's very important. Um, so, like, that's the issue. It's planning. Planning is the issue and it needs to be, it needs to be really changed and really looked at and uh, really moved. Okay. All right. We're going to leave it there. That's uh, Councillor Michael Foley there of Fine